Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Tonight, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you? you sure? Yeah. We're a bit... What? Demonstrative today. What does demonstrative mean? Well, sort of forceful. I've only just got in. No, okay, so I know, but I, but I just want you to be relaxed. What, what does demonstrative mean? Oh, I'd like to say, you, you really pronounce the T's there. What does that even mean? Just, I've only, I've just come in. Dominant. I've, how, what, I've literally just sat down. I've not even said anything. Okay, I'm sorry. It's going to be a good episode, I can tell. <laughs> And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it a good idea to show off your parkour skills at a wedding? Parkour. Parkour. Is that that? That's where you climb up walls. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was called parkour. Parkour? Yeah. No, it's parkour. And... I'm a bad person for pretending I don't speak English around street fundraisers. Oh, ben, you don't do that, do you? That's a good tactic. Yeah. Excuse me, we sponsor an Irishman with alopecia. See? See? Que? 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 No, 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 speckety English. And what should you do if... No offence to any Irishman with alopecia, by the way. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more Battenberg, you're more battered sausage. Mm. Oh, I've not had battered sausage in ages. And that's from Arthur in California. It's one of my clients recently, and we sat there. I mean, I, to be honest, I hardly did any afternoon tea content. We just sat there and went through lots of I'm more, you're mores that he oh, had written. So okay. thank you, Arthur. It was a lovely tea. Oh, really want a battered sausage? <laughs> I've not had that for ages. Have you not? And no. what do you batter it? Is it like fish and chip batter? Yeah. That sort of batter. Oh, oh. talking of which, someone's been battering their sausage. Um, Where do you get a battered sausage? A chippy. All oh, right, okay. Do you know what pee wet is? Wait, what? Pee wet. Mushy? Is it? Oh, oh look at that flat vowel there. Mushy peas? No, it's the juice from the peas. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Babby's head. What the heck's that? Steak and kidney pudding, I think. And it's called a what? Babby's head. Because it looks like a baby's head? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a bit weird. Never had that before. Oh, 
I really, really want battered sausage chips and gravy right now. Well, we can go for our lunch. With mushy peas. We are absolutely not. We're on this morning tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> can't, be, can't be having fish and chips when we're on the telly. And God. really, you now not eating until we finish. Yeah. Just on black coffee and cigarettes, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, should we toast? I, I'm going to toast. Can we do two toasts? Fucking good episode. That was a great start. What? I said this is going to be a good episode. Uh, what? Battered sausage <laughs> chat? That was a great start. He's now going to try and... <laughs> <laughs> Shove that in your gut episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to do two toasts today. First of all, we're going to toast our winners for Diva Spania from last week. And they are Suzanne and Dan. That rhymes. Suzanne, Suzanne and, Dan. and Dan. Cheers. See you in Benny. Yeah. <laughs> Second toast, and I'm going to get a bit serious here. Um, I would like to toast... Jonathan, who I do the Keeping Appearances podcast with, and all of the Treasure Quest team, because on Saturday, this Saturday coming, if you're listen, listening to this contemporaneously, um, is the last ever Treasure Quest. Oh. I have listened to that show for 13 years. I have been a ch- I'm very changed uh, over 13 years, and I have listened to it religiously. I know a lot of G&Divas, or some G&Divas that listen to this, also have discovered the joys of Treasure Quest and the hilarity that that is. I would say beyond, well, other than keeping up appearances, it is the programme or the radio programme that has influenced me oh. the most. And I'm really going to miss it. And I oh. Jonathan will as well. How long has it been going for? Uh, 13 years. Oh. Okay, now back to battered sausage chat. How's your week been? Well, it's been fine. I would just like to issue, issue a slight apology, uh, sort of to you, but not mainly to you, to producer Ben. Because maybe last week when we recorded after Glasto and people weren't feeling as fresh, what people really needed in their hour of need, even that they chose to go to Glastonbury, was a uptight 33-year-old homosexual getting a bit stroppy and then continuing that strop on WhatsApp throughout the week after the, uh, after the episode recording. So, Ben, I'm very sorry. Why? What have you been doing now? I just don't even read your WhatsApp. No, no, no. This was a private WhatsApp with Ben. What was he getting arsy for? We just... I can't, rem- I can't really remember, but we're friends now. Ben's in a much better condition. You're very demonstrative. <laughs> <laughs> I can be. It's been known. But I... <laughs> Um, but I have, however, the lesson I have learned from last week is that I have put in my diary already from the 30th of June to the 4th of July in block capitals, do not record sexted, brackets, Glastonbury. So if we're still going what next year... What has gone on? What, what's happened? What, were you annoyed with me and Ben last week or something? Not so much you. But, Why? Well, because you were sort of okay. You were a little bit... Vacant. He was a, he was hungover. Yes, What's now wrong with but that? he chose to go to Glastonbury. Oh, shut up, shut up, William. He, <laughs> you were angry at him for going to Glastonbury. I wasn't. I was sorry I for was, telling you to shut up. No, it's fine. I was irked. Why? I wasn't angry. I was irked. Remember, not everybody's practically perfect like you. I know it's hard. It's the cross I bear. So you were horrible to bed. I wasn't horrible. I don't think I was horrible. Was I? No, he said, after thinking about it for a few seconds too long. No, I just was, I just made my feelings clear. Oh, okay. I detected that maybe Ben and I weren't on our usual level. And I sent Ben a little message and 
12 hours later, he replied, which made me realise, yep, there's something wrong. And we're all good now. Okay. That was sure. quick for me. Oh, apparently that was quick for Ben. No, you're normally very good. But I've also bought both of you, in light of last week's episode and other events, we talked about tea towels last week. <laughs> and I said the new Dales for tea towels are the best type of tea towels available. You are a lovely boy. Bless your heart. So that one's for you. Thank you. Oh, that's now, lovely. Now, feel the quality of that tea towel. Will that buff my sides up, though, and get them shiny? Don't use a tea towel on your sides. That's what, yeah, when you wipe it down. No, you use it on, like, glasses and cutlery. What's that say? Dialysis? How much? <laughs> Dalesford. Oh, Dalesford. I should have taken the price off, did I? That's a lovely tea did I not? towel. <laughs> oh, thank you. Feel the quality of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good in that one. It's Thanks. nice. Oh, remind me to take my steamer home as well. Is that still here? Yeah, it's there. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Pleasure. Give it a wash first. Why? What do you mean, why? Otherwise it won't absorb. Oh, will it not? And go easy on the fabric conditioner. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. What colour's yours? Oh, Ben's just... Brought. What colour's yours, Ben? Green. Oh, the same. Oh, no, red. No. I got red for you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Claret. You know, red, I thought it was the... Bless you, yeah. that's really sweet. Oh, I've got something for you, actually. Oh, no, you don't. This would be like the... the... <laughs> Be all this trick in the book. Jordan's just whipped a little middle finger out of his left breast pocket. Sorry, that was... No, no, it's fine. You've told me to shut up. You've given me the finger. I'm not being demonstrative, whatever that means. And why am I saying that word really posh? Not as posh as you said it earlier. Demonstrative. Yeah. What else has been going on in the world of wacky William Hansen? You know... You know, can you... Not the Glasto record, the record before that. Yeah. You were a bit late. Can you remember that? Say yes. <laughs> I was ten minutes late. Can you remember why you were late? Uh, the tube. I'd been to the gym. Yes, and the tube. What did you say when you got in? The tube was yep. stuck. So at the moment we're proofing our book, and in it <laughs> there is a section on Jordan's top excuses for being late. Exhibit. Blame the car or transport. <laughs> My train got stuck at the station is a good one if you're just running late. That was the one I used. That was exactly it? the excuse that you used. And I read that yesterday and I went, that's exactly what he said to us two weeks ago. I went to the gym, but I got a bit, I just, I got, a, got bit a bit carried, carried away. away at the gym, so I was running late. But that was, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been hoisted by your own petard. My favourite one Cheers. of your excuse from that the thing that made me laugh is where you, <laughs> you end with, I won't do the the start. Both ends. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. a very good excuse. It's a good one, because yeah. no one will question it. No. Anyway, there's more gold dust out on the 9th of November. Cheers for that, Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on with your Agathas? Oh, I forgot. I keep meaning to section. What was... Because I got bored of the other one. What was the other one? The murder of Roger Ackroyd. A few people asked me on Instagram yesterday. The murder... Well. Honestly, guys, if, you, if you're struggling to sleep, I recommend an Agatha Christie... Or the news hour on BBC World Service. So similar. The murder of... Roger. Can you text it me? Yes. Roger... Ackroyd. Ackroyd. I'm sure he were my year at school. <laughs> what else has been going on in Williams? Well, tell world? me about your world. Um, well, I have quite the weekend coming up. Oh, do I, you? I reckon this is going to be the megarest weekend of my year so far. I'm trying <laughs> to think Until of a, Benidorm. I'm trying to think of a, a name for it. Because weekends like this don't come around every weekend. 
This is a, and it's all happened by accident. It, it all fell into place one by one. So I'm trying to think of a name for it. You know, like you got Super Sunday. What can I call it? My mega. Was it, is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is it how many days? It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday. Oh, it's a Radio 1 weekend. So, um, okay. Thursday, I'm going to see The Boss. The Boss. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Grew up listening to, yeah, Stuart. Who's caught his head jacket? We can, we can dance to uh, Lizzo again. And we can be really butch and do it, George. Um, <laughs> yes, okay. So Am I ready? Who's caught his head jacket? Am I ready? You'll see those two asses on the Am I ready? Not that one, the other one. Am I ready? Who's caught his head jacket? Sorry. Um, so, the boss is Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, so Why I'm, is he called the boss? Because he's the... Is he demonstrative? Because he's the boss. Okay. So I grew up listening to Springsteen. My dad and my uncle really got me into him. So I'm going to watch Bruce Springsteen in Hyde Park on Thursday. Lovely. I'm going to Wimbledon on Friday. Oh, new balls, please. Um, Saviour. Jordan South. <laughs> um, you're just going to the station or you're actually going to the I tennis? I don't live... My... I don't want to actually give away... I don't live too far away. I've worked it out. Well... It's... But they can get on the... The you get on the same line. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not. So we've got tickets last minute. Uh, Saturday, I'm at Silverstone. Oh. No. Yeah. Is it Silverstone or Silverstone? Silverstone. Silverstone. I'm, uh, I'm DJing at Silverstone. You're DJing. Mm. So, the second biggest racket that'll have me happening there. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did I tell you? So I, I sent them my, my original DJ set, which is all like. Your bangers and your whoppers. The, the Fratellis, you know, Killers, that kind of thing. Kings mm -hmm. of Leon, Sex on Fire. And they replied saying, absolutely can't be this sort of music. It's not the right vibe. So that's a reading. What are you set. doing? Ibiza Classics, William. Ibiza Classics? Yeah. <laughs> What's an Ibiza Classic? Well, it's a classic that's been played in Ibiza, I think. Right. Yeah. So I've been learning to mix okay. and stuff. And then on uh, Sunday, I'm going to Henley Festival. Who even are you? I know. Sa Saviour Jordan South. <laughs> what? Sa no, what? Have I changed? Wasn't Henley last weekend? That was the regatta. Oh, what's this weekend? <laughs> this is the festival. What's the difference? Well, the regatta's boats. Yeah. The festival's... Not. Yeah, it's like boat racing. I've never been to a regatta. Right. But yeah. Well, get you. So yeah. I'm going down a mine on Sunday. <laughs> Literally roll reversals. What are, you, yeah. what are you going down a mine for? Just keeping it real. Oh, yeah. One of us has got to. But you're going down a mine? No, of course I'm not. Well, oh. I'm going to Glasgow, so it's comparable, but oh. uh, I shall be up there. So, yeah, I've, uh, I've, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to be... Are we record What day are we recording next week? Thankfully, not a Monday. Oh, yeah. good, because that'll be... But, yeah, <laughs> you I can't know my wait. feelings. <laughs> can't wait to see Springsteen. I'm a bit nervous about the DJ set of Formula One, but I'm looking forward to... Wearing the Silverstone um, thing do. you... What, what are you doing? Talking to a horse? That's the... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tennis? Yeah. Yes. Do you know which tickets, which quarter I'm gonna are you shout, in? I'm going to be zany and go, Come on, Tim! That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I'm going to shout. I'm going to heckle. I've shouted, come on, Tim, a few times, but it's for <laughs> very different reasons. What are you going to see? What quarter are you on? I don't know. Well, what are your tickets for? Centre Court? Court number one? Just Wimbledon. Well, it doesn't work like that. Do you know strawberries and cream are still only £2.50 or something? They've are they? changed, yeah. I thought they were very disappointing when oh. I went. 
That's but horrible. I did go 15 years ago. They might have got better. They got better. And also, they only go, I think off the top of my head, it's in my second book, they only go back to the 70s. Oh, okay. At Wimbledon. Um, also, in other news, I, uh, I had steak last night. I've been... I've Congratulations. Got in, a bit of a, got in a bit of a rut, okay, where I was like... Which I don't mind in the winter, but I was going home every night after work, watching Drive to Survive and not doing else. So I thought, right, I'm going to start going out. So I went out last week in the week, which I never do. No. Went for You're out more than the cats. Food. And then uh, last night I went for steak with Vic. Okay. Um, what sort of steak did you have? I had sirloin. Sirloin. But this goes back to my point that I've always said. It was a beautiful steak. It was perfectly cooked. Quite really nice restaurant. What, what's what's your order? Medium? Medium rare? Uh, medium rare. Medium yeah. rare. What about you? Medium. Med- oh, I thought you'd be more rare. No. Uh, anyway. Nothing rare about me anymore. Went last night. A beautiful steak. Freshly made peppercorn sauce. They didn't even call them mash mash. They called it whipped potatoes. Oh. Yeah. The bread was the best thing. <laughs> I absolutely fucking love bread. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I could just live off bread and butter. It was like freshly made bread. And you like teared it open and the butter was warm. You know, it's not like cold butter. You go, oh, it was perfect. The butter was warm or the bread was warm? Both. The okay. bread was warm. So yeah. the but- but the butter was room temperature. Because the first thing I thought about this morning when I woke up, <laughs> not the steak, the bread. Something wrong with me. I could just live off bread. Well. Do you remember when we went to your mum and dad's house and they got us about five variety of breads in? Yeah, and I took, was... when we went for lunch, or bre- was it breakfast and dinner at Monaco? Yeah. That's all you had was the bloody bread. Yeah, could, honestly, it was, it was great. Uh, yeah. That so, and the souffles. Mm. Three big souffles. Also, speaking of food, you, you know I love me. Did I have a big soup? You know, yes. I, sorry. You know I love me. Yes. I'll always be a Kinder Bueno kind of guy. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna rate my top ten chocolates. I'm gonna do it. Really into Yorkies at the moment. <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> top ten chocolates. <laughs> it's not BBC Radio Suffolk Do you know right? You know, you need a little bit extra Can I just say How many people recently Over the last couple of months Are like Someone was like I work with children with ADHD Please go for a test <laughs> Please I think last week You said you were going to Give us your top five summer reads Where are they? Oh did I? Yeah right. Okay I'll do that I'll do that do, I don't know what I want I'll first do it for socials Do yeah, I want chocolate or summer reeds? Really into Yorkies at the moment Raisin or plain? Uh, plain I've not had okay. a raisin one. Oh, and dark chocolate bounties But Yorkies I had a Yorkie the other week in work And I thought Oh, this has hit the spot, this Mmm Yeah I, Okay Have yeah. you ever tried a finger of fudge? Do you think I've got ADHD? Yes But everybody's I don't think No, I don't think you have ADHD I think you have ADHD plus that? Whatever that is, that's one up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Boys, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Not just there's nothing wrong with having ADHD plus. I did. Uh, I've read a lot about it, Reese. But everybody says the yeah. That, anyway, I read. It, I was cleaning house till quarter to one in the morning the other night. Into that dirty. I was getting into bed and then I started on one thing and then that was it. Anything else going on? You into any chocolate bars at the moment? Anything? No, like I'm that? trying to not um, not do chocolate at the moment. Oh, okay. Yes, because you know Benidorm. Uh, Got to get my beach body ready. No, you really don't. That's the least beach body. But just oh, go really? and be out loud and proud. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm proud. I have changed my breakfast. If you really want to know, so I used to have two poached eggs, 
on a piece of toast, maybe some bacon medallions or a bit of chicken and some cherry tomatoes, three cherry tomatoes, of course, because I'm on a diet. What I now have is a bit of 2% Greek yogurt with some melon, some strawberries, pumpkin and chia seeds. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't like chia seeds. No, no well, they're good protein source. I... Well, they're a protein source. I'm still on my ready bread but I'm only on it like two or three times a week. So what do you have when you're not on it? Uh, poached eggs on toast, okay. maybe some wheat bakes, shredded wheat with like berries, nice know, strawberries, that kind of thing. I'm trying to reduce my carbohydrate intake, so I'm only having carbs once a day. You just never know these days. You, carbs are good, carbs are bad. <laughs> calorie count, don't calorie count. It's all about meat, it's all about vegan. You don't know if you're coming or going. No. Yeah. No, you don't. No. Anyway, that's my breakfast choice. Okay. Anything else going on? No, not massively. I'm just counting the days until Benidorm. Although I'm going to Paris the weekend before, so it's going to be a weekend of contrasts. I think I'm in Ibiza the weekend before. Are you? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Brace yourself, everyone. Just have you, got an, have you got a decent amount of time to recover in between? Probably not, no. Right, OK, good. Did I see you on Crime Stoppers the other day? <laughs> wow. Uh... Oh, With the television under your arm. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, uh, loads of people tagged me in it. I don't think it looked like me that much, to be fair. To be honest, I didn't think it looked like you either. <laughs> but it, it was funny. And so, Burnley and Pendle Police posted on their Facebook. Oh, Pendle as in Pendle side? No, it wasn't Pendle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it wasn't no. Pendle. It was Burnley and Paddyham. Anyway. Oh, Paddyham. Burnley and Paddyham Police posted on their Facebook um, a screenshot of a CCTV image of a man with his hood up, what looked like he was um, stealing a television. Lots well, he had a television under his arm. Yeah. Didn't look like he was stealing And people said, do you know who this person is? Uh, a lot of people tagged me in and said, that's Jordan North. I put it up on my Insta. Then before you know, it was in the Daily Mail. On the, it was actually on the BBC News website as well. Wow. Um, turns out it wasn't me. I actually didn't have an alibi for <laughs> Well, thanks for the clarification. Well, it wasn't. I haven't robbed a telly in years. <laughs> um, but I was starting to think, I started to get worried because it was... For the record, you've never robbed a television. No, I've never no. robbed a telly. Just before the Lancashire Post, start no. writing an article. I, I've robbed a traffic light lolly when I was in year oh, seven. You and just can't caught. help yourself. Anyway, um, it's only a lollipop. Uh, anyway, I, um, I was thinking, I'm not even... I, 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 I ain't got an alibi for that Monday night. <laughs> Right. I was at home on my own watching telly. Anyway, it turns out the person's been caught now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then lots of people from, lots of people from Burnley have been messaging me going, you fucking grass. <laughs> <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Oh. It's like, don't you know the code? I'm like, why... I didn't grass him in. I just, so like, ah. but like, Is that why you're going underground this weekend at Henley? Yeah. Mm. Like, lots of people going, oh, you grass. I'm like, ah. Well, I'm glad it wasn't you. And I'm glad that justice has been served. Thank you. Talking of justice, shall we go to Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Yes, we shall. Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. So this week's Jolly Joke of the Week is from Alex Barnes, our oh. video editor. He sent this me last week. What's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss okay GDVers thanks for sticking with us also yes hello. before we before we do your joke punchline hello to everybody that's listening on BBC Sounds we're, hello we're now on BBC Sounds as well this is the first episode that has been uploaded on yes. BBC Sounds there's a few back catalogues but this is the mm-hmm. first new episode yes music radio podcasts thank you and thank you to all our friends at the BBC yes and thank you if you're listening on BBC Sounds. It'll be on your BBC Sounds app every week. Shall we do the punchline? What's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? I don't know. I've never had lentil on my face. Oh, that's disgusting! <laughs> I've never had a lentil on my face. <laughs> Alex Barnes. Uh, wow. That was good. Well, that's the last time I eat chickpeas. I've never had a chick. I've never had anybody anybody we on my face. No, no. Do that for a bonus. What? Don't worry. Um, You're rah. not pissing on my face. <laughs> Good episode so far. Is everybody happy? Yeah. Yeah. Demonstrative. Good episode so far. Yes. Okay. Much better than last week. All right. Why? Well, what was wrong with last week? Well, it was you know. Do you not think it was a good episode last week? Actually, listening back, it wasn't bad, actually. But at the time... I wasn't... I didn't... Is that what you were annoyed about? I didn't sound as anxious as I actually was. So what what was you annoyed last week? You weren't happy with the episode? No, no, no. I just... Just with the recording, not so much the product. The product, that was actually very good. What was wrong with the recording? I just felt we weren't weren't all present. (laughs) Anyway, let's not go. Let's not. Let's not pick at the scab. <laughs> okay. Should we go on to listeners' problems? Not a moment too soon. This is from anonymous in Edinburgh. Hello, William Jordan EPB. I'm hoping your wisdom may be able to help me with a recurring issue I'm having. You like Snape, you? I don't know if you're good or bad. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> isn't he? He's like Professor Snape. <laughs> I don't know if you're good or evil. 
Some days I'm like, oh, he's got me a tea towel. The next, <laughs> literally, the next I'm like, oh God, I'm shit at my job. You're no, no, no. You're not shit. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I'm hoping your wisdom may be able to help me with a rec- <laughs> <laughs> with a recurring issue I'm having in the app-based dating world. I seem to either meet guys who I don't find much of a connection with or guys that have a bit of something about them, but then they ditch me. And more often than not, the reason has been that I seem a bit too nice for them. One of the latest boys had seemed keen on messages and he suggested we meet the following weekend. He then followed up asking me what what my sex life was like. I replied what I thought was inappropriate. I'm not a nun, but would rather not discuss any further detail before meeting someone in real life and knowing them a bit better. Good reply. He then retracted his offer of meeting up, saying that I seem seem really nice, but we probably wouldn't match because of the above. As we say in Scotland, I was raging. No G. uh, Not sure whether at him or myself for not letting out a bit more of my flirty side so he wouldn't have written me off. So my question is, in the dating world, do I let a bit of my naughty side out a bit quicker or do I stick to being nice and hope someone sticks around long enough to see the other side of me? With thanks in advance, Anonymous in Edinburgh. Anonymous in Edinburgh. I used to get a lot that you're too nice and people say you're too nice and you've got to put your foot down and stand your ground and all this. Not wrong with being too nice. No. Carry on being too nice because then you will find someone that loves you for being too nice. Oh, I can't. Oh, is that a bit deep? I can't top that. So don't do an innuendo joke on that. (laughs) Don't ruin it with that. But no, don't, don't. People say to me, my mum and dad used to say, are you too nice? People walk over. Just be nice. There's no, there's, there's no wrong with being nice in this world. And someone will appreciate your niceness. Yes. Be yourself. Exactly. In answer to your, when the guy said, um, what's your sex life like? You could have answered exactly like you did, but I might have just sort of done something like, oh, maybe you'll find out. Keep it vague, but you're not yeah. you're not going into detail. What a question. I don't know, but you're sort of going a little bit flirty. That would be my only suggestion. Yeah, yeah be a bit flirty. But, but I think you have be to be true to yourself. Way. Yeah. This next one is from Liv. Hi, Liv. Hi, Jordan William and EPB. I'm a 22-year-old girl from near Newcastle who still lives at home. My boyfriend and I often stay at each other's houses whilst we're saving up to buy our own place. This week I've stayed at his dad and stepmam's house whilst they're in Newcastle, whilst they've been on holiday. And to say the least, I feel like I've lived in an episode of How Clean Is Your House? I'm not a snob by any means. I love it because snobs always say that. I'm not a snob by any means because I say it. Quite the opposite, really. However, basic standards of cleanliness I've grown up with aren't followed here and it's actually made me come out in spots due to dirty bedding and towels. Oh, Ooh. scabies. That sounds and like mouth ulcers, dirty cutlery, lime-filled kettles uh. and cups that look like they hatched with the dinosaurs. A few other examples are the dust and cobwebs are are so thick they're black. The toothbrush holder is lined with sludge and what seems to be mould. I don't know the last time their microwave, kitchen, draining board or the fridge were cleaned out and there is a smell of rotting vegetables upstairs. Jesus, wet. As I've lived here for the week, I feel like I should clean up after myself. myself. However, where do I start? Is it offensive to clean someone else's house? How much do I do? Also, how do I train my boyfriend into realising how unclean this house is? Love the podcast and love to you all. Live. Live, that sounds like my nightmare. First of all, you can train your boyfriend up when you get your own place. You're like, mm 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 mm. What do you like? Mm 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 mm. This is not how we live. You're talking to someone here who's. You're fastidious. I beg your pardon. You're fastidious. I, what does that mean? Well, I'm fast and you're hideous. No, you're fastidious. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Anal. OCD. Oh, yeah. I must 
wipe my sides down in the kitchen at least three times a day with vinegar spray so they shine. With vinegar? But it must stink. Yeah, I know, but it, the shine on it, just, <laughs> it smells like a chippy. You and Jonathan need to talk about Spanish cleaning products because he's given me, he goes and Oh, imports. they're well better. Yeah, they're he well better. Oh, we could get, I can get him, I'm in Spain. <laughs> By the way, Keeping Up Appearances, Series 4, available now. Um, but... Yes, you get your spat. I've got a really good one for quartz and, and granite worktops that oh. he's given me. Um, but yeah, look, I probably wouldn't start cleaning that house because it sounds like it's beyond repair. And I would maybe say to Buffett, I don't want to stay here again. I think you've just got to be honest. Yeah. That I, I love you. I don't love the house. It's, it's untidy. Can we move somewhere else? There's no wrong with being untidy, but that sounds like really... Yeah. I also don't know, Liv, how long you have. Have you said how long you've been... With your boyfriend? No, I don't know. So I don't know how sort of serious it is, as it were. I'm sure it's very serious. I'm sure you love each other Sounds very like much. scabies that as well, because that went round in my first year at uni. Did it? I was mortified. Who was Thank God I didn't get it. Who was patient X? There was the flat next door, and oh. then we all had to go for a test. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But no, Liv, I think you just need to rip the plaster off. Yeah. Liv. This next one is from Lang in Kent, and they've started, Hi Jordan, William and Ben. I'm currently in between jobs, so things are getting pretty tough financially, and I'm trying to save my pennies where I can. I have an elderly neighbour a few doors down, and I often help her out by doing her grocery shopping or ordering online for her, and it's no problem for me to do so. Due to my lack of funds, about three times a week, she cooks me dinner to thank me for doing her shopping. This is really kind of her, but the issue is the food is not great. In fact, I can't bring myself to eat it. She obviously is buying more so she can give me a portion, but I usually just chuck it away. Should I spare her feelings and just accept the food and pretend I like it, or be honest and risk hurting her feelings what's the etiquette here lang in kent oh lang that's that's a nice predicament to be in maybe just say uh don't go to too much trouble oh, honestly you're doing too much here it's totally fine um just want, once a week or something like that be like don't okay so scale it down yeah just scale it down just say honestly please don't go out your way once a week's more than enough just say that i would say you're doing fodmap What's that? So you're you're doing a whole thing to sort of detect what allergies you have, and you're on a very special diet. So for the time being, can That's we just pause one. it? Because under medical advice, you're doing FODMAP, and then she can stop. Then it's not her, it's you, and then you just never receive Great it. advice. Thank oh, you. Oh. Oh. oh, I thought. Thank you. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yes. Yeah, so you're on a little diet. FODMAP. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, this next one is from another anonymous. Dear William and Jordan, I used to work part-time at a cafe during the holidays. I enjoyed the job. It paid well. It's going to be like last week. You're rushing through. can hardly hear you. Dear William and Jordan, I used to work part-time oh, at wait. a cafe during the holidays. I enjoyed the job and it paid well and the staff were nice. How novel. One <laughs> night after work, I met, my I met my gay best friend for a drink in our local bar for a catch-up. He then told me he had been approached on a dating app by someone who mentioned they worked at the same cafe. He showed me a picture of, it, of him and it turned out to be my boss. The slight issue was his fiance also worked at the cafe. Oh. It turned out that he, that he had propositioned my friend to visit him at the cafe when everyone had gone home to perform sexual favours in various locations around the shop, which included the office, lavatories, stockroom and delivery van. Sexual favours in exchange for what? A croissant? <laughs> what would he get? Like a brew and a, a, brew and a bussy? Maybe... <laughs> 
I think the other guy was getting the putty. He was also very forthcoming and enthusiastic enthusiastic to engage in these activities and even reassured my friend that they wouldn't get caught as he had done it before with other men and his fiancée. I finished my shifts for the rest of the week avoiding him where possible and felt slightly nauseous whilst he was smirking, texting on his phone and then went to the bathroom. I left the job. Do I report him knowing the ungodly acts he has been performing all over the cafe or do I keep quiet and protect his job and his fiancée? All the best, Anonymous. Who would you report him to? I don't think you can report him to anyone. I just think if you've left, yeah. I mean, it's not very nice, especially on his fiancée, but... I think, well, who knows, they might have an arrangement, but I would say to the boss, oh, I hear you were talking to my friend Charlie, for example, on Name of App, and see what he says, because you're, in effect, telling him that you know and you're aware, but you're going direct to him. I wouldn't go to anyone else. If you want to say something, I don't necessarily think you should, Yeah. but if you were going to take an approach, that's the approach I'd do. I remember... Here's a story. Hope this person doesn't listen. Haven't spoken to them for years. One of my school friends, um, who I at last recollection was heterosexual, and I then was told by another friend that they had been chatting on a dating app, and on, not Grinder, another one, and it sort of said where you went to school. And my friend said, "Oh, I know people that went to Clifton College. My name of my school." I then happened to see my friend in the street bumped into him, this other friend that I hadn't seen for years, was chatting to him, going, oh, you know, hello, lovely to see, you know, having a nice little catch-up. said, oh, and I believe, thinking that, okay, well, we'll go into, the, I obviously don't know the sort of the, oh, now, now you're gay routine, but I'll just make it easy for him. I went, oh, I believe you were chatting to my friend, let's call him Charlie, and literally the guy ran off. That was the last description. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I really disagree with you here. Okay. I think it's, I... And anonymous. I don't. I think it's not like none of your business. If you've left, if you're working there and it was affecting your work and that, but yeah, why would you say that to that guy? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously. Why did you say that to that guy? Well, because I thought, okay, I thought well, that was a bit cruel. No, because I wasn't saying it to be cruel. I thought, I mean, I literally hadn't seen him in eight years, none and I thought, your, okay, now you're gay. Mind I'll just... your own beeswax. None of your own. None of your business. Okay. That's, that's my but, opinion on it. But maybe Anonymous here, because it's a cafe, it's a food preparation area, is concerned, they've done their level two food hygiene mm. certificate, and maybe they are very concerned about food hygiene. What colour chopping board would you need to have sex on? <laughs> <laughs> well done, that's basically level two food hygiene. Um, Wouldn't be yellow, would it? That's uncooked meats, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone want an ice bun? That sort of thing. It'd so be... I. What for? Cooked meat. Anyway, cooked meat is red. Yeah. What's brown again? Green. Brown? No, green. Green is vegetables. Blue is fish. Blue. Well, not if they're gay. <laughs> no fish. Green. Um, final one. <laughs> final one from Anonymous. Oh, God, this is long. Dear William Jordan EPB. I write you with an embarrassing and long-standing problem I have had pertaining to an overdue conversation with my father. Whilst in my early 20s, I was enjoying life as a single gentleman at a local pub when I struck up a conversation with an enthusiastic and attractive woman at a bar. We took a walk, and in a moment that arguably lacks class and dignity, we performed the horizontal tango in the romantic setting of a park bench. Horizontal tango. It was dark, risky, and this just added to the general naughtiness of it. Fast forward a few hours, after parting ways with this exciting partner and getting home, 
I was smiling ear to ear and feeling pretty good about myself. Good lad. As it was the case that I was living at home with my parents and my father was on call for the hospital as a nurse, I carefully snuck upstairs to relieve myself of the many litres of beer I had enjoyed. When I unzipped and looked down, it became clear that the wetness I attributed to my performance was in fact... Oh, God. Bring back poo. Was in fact her special time of the month. All I can say is I looked down to expect a pale pork banger and was looking back at me was a chorizo and a red wine sauce. <laughs> Jesus. My help of surprise alerted my ever-ready nurse father into action, who then burst into the bathroom with a look of horror and concern as I was toweling myself off with a now rouge washcloth. Are you okay? he exclaimed in a clear professional medical manner you'd expect of his NHS profession. 75 years. My only reply in a moment of panic was, it's not my blood. To which he said nothing, backed out slowly and shut the door and we haven't discussed it since. So my question is, do I ever bring this up in front of him to explain the situation? Best wishes for your Benidorm adventures. Maybe skip the chorizo. Anonymous. Wow, that's... um... Wow. You won't be the first or the last. No. I think this is where you just push it up. We're English. Push it under the carpet. Pretend not to notice. Don't talk about it. Suppress your feelings. Be in therapy in 10 years' time. Yeah, why would you need to tell your dad about that? Well, because the dad walked in on him. I think you probably wouldn't have told your dad if he hadn't have walked in. I, yeah. Also, why has the door not got a lock on it? Somewhat similar happened. Not to... My... I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but my friend snapped his banjo. Yeah. And I was downstairs at the time. Would you like to, for those people that don't know what a banjo is, just it's not a musical instrument. No, it's that bit that attaches your foreskin to your willy. <laughs> nice. And I, yeah, we've never talked about that. He was. You, you have, I have heard this story before. Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah. Have I told it you? Mm. And I can still see it now. Sorry? Like, because, oh, honestly, he was, he was mortified. Ooh. Um, so, and we've never talked about it, and I wouldn't want to talk about it with him. So, let's uh, move on. Move on. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to say anything anonymous to your father. Yeah. If he brings it up, then fine, you can have the conversation. But I don't think yeah. you need to. Oh. Okay, Jordan, what's coming up on the weekend release, please? Ooh. Okay, Jordan, what's coming up on the weekend release? All right, it's the first time. <laughs> Bloody hell. Not that deaf. We asked our Gene Divas to finish the sentence, you know you're Gene Diva when, on Instagram. So we'll, didn't we do that years ago? We've done it again. So uh, we'll hear what you have to say in the bonus. And remember, you can always listen every Tuesday and Friday, watch us on YouTube and Sundays, and share us on your socials all week. And you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss. Or you can even write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address for that is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. I thought the other day I had replied to everyone that we had had in. Turns out there's a massive great big watch that I did not take home with me that I shall be spending this weekend going through. So if you haven't had a reply, it's because I thought I'd replied. No, there is a huge... I mean, I've got a good... It is like it's a good five inches to get through this oh. weekend. Are you going to be invoicing them as well? Yes. <laughs> See you on <laughs> See you Friday. Right, 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.